Hello boys and girls, I'm sure you know what you're listening to. You guessed it, the fucking pressure points with your host DNAJ. Now, whip it out and let's get ready to start stimulating those peepees. Hey everybody, you know what it is. We are going to talk today about unusual and interesting deaths, which initially I thought that uh, we were going to be looking into ghost stories or Bigfoot or sea monsters holding people underwater and they were drowning, which if you're looking for any of that, you are not in luck at all uh, because as far as I know, none of these stories really pertain to hilarious ghost stories. Most of them are just really unfortunate. But I'm D. This is AJ. We, yeah, so let's get into it. Mine are really boring. They're really dry, <laughs> really like dry. medical, like autopsies. It's just really boring stuff. No murders, no... Fuck, I should have done murders. That would have been even better. But yeah, nothing. Most of these are natural causes. Yeah, probably. Uh, mine are some murders, some natural causes. And some people just being complete fucking idiots so yeah simply the best uh all right so go ahead and get started you go first uh so like i said we're gonna go over ones in history uh it'll be just across a timeline but we're gonna start with back during the greek and athenian times so uh agathocles was a tyrant of syracuse now when i say tyrant Back during Greek times, it doesn't necessarily mean super bad guy. It's just someone that was in power. Tyrant um, sounds pretty bad, though. Tyrant sounds terrible, yeah. I'd imagine he wasn't a great guy. He was a powerful Greek, so probably a total fucking asshole. Probably. But... All that sex. One of his enemies requested that someone poison him with a toothpick. So they <sighs> soaked the toothpick... <laughs> In poison, <laughs> he used it. And I don't know what poison it was that was potent enough to actually kill him unless he's just regularly mm-hmm. sucking on toothpicks. Uh, but yeah, died via soaked <laughs> poison toothpick. Oh, God, that is probably the best way to, <laughs> to start this off. They didn't. I don't think that oh, they poked God. any of his pressure points with a toothpick, though. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Probably would have killed him faster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but... you never know. Well, damn, just start off one-upping all of the rest Immediately of Immediately one-up like, everything. We're at the top. Where do we go from here but down? So Tis, tis my life. Uh, I got another guy. His name was... Yeah, yeah. His name was Charondas or something like that. Yeah, he, by the way, uh, our lawyers wanted to apologize for misrepresenting or mispronouncing any of the names in this episode. No, no, I definitely pronounced that right. Yeah. Chirondas. It's Chir- phonetic Chiro- to Chiro- American Chiro- English. Chiro- Ondas. So he was a lawgiver in of a city, I think it was a city named Catania. Catania? Chiro- it's like Catania. settlers of Catan? I don't know. So it's somewhere in Sicily. So that's like around Italy. So they they lived around 500 BC. So a couple, you know, a couple years ago. And he made a law specifically banning weapons in the public assembly where they would do, like, courtly stuff, make the laws, all that fun stuff. So one day he was out hunting. I don't know what they would hunt in Italy, probably. Other humans. (laughs) I was going to say sexual abuse, but yeah, other humans. So, you know, he was hunting and all that stuff, and he was like, oh, shit, I got to get to work. So he ran on down to the assembly and forgot that he had a knife on his belt. I say knife, but it was probably like a short sword. So right there on the spot, he killed himself because the punishment for bringing a weapon into the assembly was death. Did he kill himself with his own knife? Yeah. He killed yes. himself on the spot with his own knife. With his own short sword. He like, Sopuku! <laughs> killed himself right there. Oh, my lord. He's like, shit. Shot himself in the foot right there, except he died. Huh. So, yeah. Well, at least he's he's sticking to his own values. Exactly. And wasn't hunting for bussy. I wouldn't call... Oh, God. <laughs> I wouldn't call him a tyrant, so that's good. Well, yeah, at least he wasn't a bad guy. Yeah. And he followed his values. He was generally liked. That's probably better than I could than could ever be said for me. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, it's 
not so much prophecy. So this next guy um, actually had a prophecy about objects falling on him. And he was staying outside so that he could watch for falling <laughs> objects. All right. Um, uh, he, had, he had been preaching it for a few days uh, and was wandering around one day. I mean, this guy is bald as a cue ball. So wandering around. And all of a sudden, a tortoise hits his head and <laughs> kills him immediately. Instant, instant death on contact from a falling tortoise. Now, they ended up finding out that there was an eagle that mis- mistook his bald head for a small <laughs> rock and dropped the tortoise onto oh. it to try to crack it open. But the thing, the only thing that cracked was his skull. <laughs> so I'm assuming Eagle probably didn't get to eat unless it was down with some human bits. Ooh, delicious. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh man. hey, well, whoever prophesized that, that's one point two. I was going to say they're props good. to him, yeah. Although he shouldn't have gone outside. He should have just stayed indoors. Right. Yeah, would have avoided yeah. it entirely. Exactly, just stayed on the top floor, then you're good. Note to self, don't go bald and polish your head so well that you look like a gleaming stone to eagles. <laughs> yeah, that's, you know what, that's a life hack. That's some Directly good... Directly from PP. Some really impressive aim, though. Like, oh, yeah. That... Eagle eye to the max. Eagle eye, eagle. <laughs> that eagle could have been a ball sniper or whatever. All right. So I got a dude, uh, Claudius Drusus, definitely correct. <laughs> Maximus. Yeah, oh God. He lived around uh, 20 AD. He was the son of the Roman emperor Claudius, but before Claudius was the emperor. So I don't know, they were probably in the upper echelons. So one day he was, uh, you know, playing around outside, eating some food. He threw a pear into the air, caught it with his mouth, and immediately choked to death. <laughs> Like, on the spot, I'm pretty sure he was alone, so nobody found him for a while. <laughs> and there's a... I found a small conspiracy theory on this, so, you know. But he choked... So the pair went all the way into his throat, though. Yeah, I'm guessing it, like, hit his teeth. He has, he has almost it, like, as impressive aim as that eagle. Yeah, exactly. That's, a, like, that's good. But conspiracy theory, let's hear it. Slight conspiracy theory on this. He was, just before this... Uh, betrothed to some dude's daughter who was four years old, who wasn't <laughs> very happy about it. How old was he when he died? I, he was in his early 20s. Also not four years old. Yeah, not four years Jesus. old. Jesus. So, you know, the Romans, they did weird fucking shit all the time. <laughs> all them orgies. But, yeah, there's a, a small theory that it has no evidence at all that that dude choked him out and made it look like he choked on a pear. Either that or he just kicked the pear so hard into the back of his throat <laughs> yeah. that this guy died. Yeah, and apparently people would see him eating food like this where he'd, like, throw it up and catch it and, oh, okay. like, do dumb shit. So <laughs> He just catches it and the guy immediately puts him in a chokehold because yeah. he was looking up. Exactly. <laughs> he was able to sneak up on him because he was trying to catch that Fatality. Pear. <laughs> I love it. Oh, that's great. Uh, so, during the... Middle Ages, there was a man named Edmund Ironside. Uh, decided one evening that he was going to go use probably the communal toilets that they have in uh, London. Disgusting. I don't yeah, know. delicious. I mean, disgusting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's like a, a giant, those latrines, a Boy Scout camp. Only you get to okay. sit next to your friends while you take a shit oh, and do the business. That's so much fun. Um, however... This time, not so lucky because his instead of something coming out of him, someone stabbed him multiple times oh God. from below. So this guy had gone all out, <laughs> hid underneath in everybody else's feces. I'm I'm imagining he's in a shit ghillie suit. It sounded like it sounded like Squidward when he was stepping. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, dude stabbed to death from below while taking a shit. 10 out of 10, man. Yeah, like, if you're going to... The people in the stall next to him were probably like, yeah, he's just passing a 
pear. I don't know. <laughs> just passing a stone well, out mean, of his asshole. Nobody would really suspect anything when he starts going, oh, oh, God, oh, yeah. oh. They're like, man, he really did not go too crazy on fiber today. Yeah, yeah he's struggling. That's a pretty normal thing in a communal <laughs> shithouse. So. Oh, yeah, serious planning done by the guy that Yeah, like that's commitment. This next one, I'm pretty sure it's a, it was a, some Viking dude. His name was Sigurd the Mighty. Lived around 880 AD. That sounds awful. I so, feel like it's not going to be a mighty death. I'm already, I'm already <laughs> making an assumption. So this dude was kind of a dick. So he was going around and he challenged this dude named Mael Brigti the Bucktooth. <laughs> he he challenged him to a 40 man v 40 man like duel me you bring 40 dudes i'll bring 40 dudes we'll fight to the death whoever wins you know whatever so this dude was just a native so he's just bullying him if i were a betting man i would have put my, my my money on a guy named the mighty not someone named the buck too right <laughs> <laughs> i'm guessing the odds were not in his favor well sigurd was kind of a dick so he actually brought 80 people <laughs> oh my. to the fight and just destroyed everybody and beheaded the Bucktooth dude. Like, they just steamrolled him. So, what do you do after that? You take the head as a trophy. He, like, attached it, Witcher-style, to his uh, saddle. Which and... was probably easy to do with those buck teeth. Exactly. <laughs> he probably just hooked it on yeah, the just... back. <laughs> well, if he had done that, he probably would have lived. He had a bear trap for a so... mouth, so he just clamped it onto his saddle. <laughs> he would have lived if he had done that. So what, what he did is, you know, he's riding off into the sunset because he won so honorably. And the buck teeth scra no. scratched his leg as he was riding. <laughs> and just kind of kept kept scratching. It became inflamed and then infected. And Sigurd died because, from the infection because of the oh teeth. Oh my god. <laughs> it, just, it just scratched the shit out of his leg and infected him because... People's mouths now are disgusting. Imagine 880, you know, AD. <laughs> Fucking disgusting. <laughs> oh, man. So, so he died a horrible, slow death of the infection. Basically sepsis. <laughs> and just didn't realize that he was being constantly bit posthumously. It was uh, just a repetitive motion. It didn't start by scratching him. It was just kind of rubbing. And then the repetitive motion, he didn't feel any different. It was just like, oh, it's just rubbing up against my leg, whatever. So if you had bet on the mighty, or no, if you had bet on the bucktooth in that, would you still have won money? Because technically he did defeat him, or, or was it they were both just at an impasse? So it depends on what the bet is. If you bet that the bucktooth would kill Sigurd and win, then I think you'd win. But if you bet that in, bucktooth wouldn't the, die... Yeah. During the lost. battle, too, yeah. as well. All right, that's so. Fair. So you know, be very specific if you're going to get bet. Also, we don't. Uh, my lawyer wants to say that we do not support betting or gambling. Not uh, in this state. Not here. <laughs> uh, so the next happened during the Renaissance. So they're all just going to be super weak, total divas. Nothing, nothing to the mighty. I should, oh, I should say, definitely. Uh, Hans Steininger was, his title is the Burgomaster of <laughs> Brunau. Which the Burgomaster? Yeah, it, which was, uh, I'm assuming, so it was Bavaria during the Renaissance, but it's now Austria. So he was the Hamburglar. <laughs> the Burgomaster. Not the Burgo, not, not the Hamburglar. The Hamburglar worked for Hans oh, Steininger. Yeah, he was yeah, the he's Burgo upper management master. Uh, this guy had a four and a half foot long beard. All right, not bad. Pro like hipsters today would go absolutely crazy for this guy. He yeah. would he would be the hipster or the hippo master, mind you. I bet he loved craft beer. In <laughs> <laughs> really thick framed glasses Ooh. and nothing that anyone else liked. Exactly. He was the first to like. He was all the them. first one. He was yeah. the first o master. Um, so he usually had had his beard rolled up and in a little leather pouch. However, one unfortunate day, 
I guess he forgot to roll up his like midget sized beard. And I'm not saying like the the beard was midget. It was as tall as a midget. Oh, okay. Forgot to roll it up and put it in his pouch. Ended up tripping over his own beard. Oh. It gets better and broke his neck. <laughs> oh god. So if so, that's not any consolation to like not grow a beard. It's okay if you can't grow facial hair because it could potentially be your demise. Well, that would hurt cuz I can't grow very much facial hair, but that hurts when you tug on it. So now imagine stepping on it hard <laughs> enough to trip. And you're like, ow, like, my beard. Ow, my beard. Snap. Ow, my beard. Ow, my neck. Ow, my beard. Ow, my neck. <laughs> Dead. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, so Wonderful. Simply the worst way to go. Well, this guy went pretty well. I, I'm a big fan of this story. This was a Frenchman. He lived, let me see, he lived from... August 10th, 1296 to August 26th, 1346. So he was pretty old, especially 50. for those days. Not bad. So he, uh, his name was John of Bohemia. He, he was pretty high up in like Roman politics and stuff like that. What was left of the Roman politics at that point. Um, he lost his eyesight due to ophthalmia in 1336. He was 40. So he, uh, you know, he's a Frenchman. He was high up in different governments, things like that. He <laughs> he fought against the English in the 100 Years' War, and uh, he took a very active stance in the war, meaning basically there was a big battle, and he had his bros around him, and he was like, bros, I want to go fight in this war. And they're like, dude, you're blind. And he was like, just tie my horse to your horses. Put a sword in my hand and oh my smack that horse's ass and let's go. So we, they did. I mean, I would ensure that he was front lines. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> like you're not. Do not swing backwards. We will all be behind you, but <laughs> you're up number one. Yeah. So basically, he he went to the commandant and the dude didn't want to lose him in the battle. So yeah, they all tied their their bridles together and ran out to oh, fight. God. And. Lord Charles of Bohemia, who was his son, wrote that he himself gave him weapons, gave him the sword, and was like, yeah, go ahead, whatever. How about ye? And there, there are a bunch of quotes here that I'm not going to read anymore because I was going to, but nah. And basically from people saying, I didn't know where he went, but he was out there and he was doing work. Oh, but literally nobody God. ever saw him do anything but die. What? So he's just blind, goes into battle, and dies. Yeah. Did he, he just, did like one of his own teammates like, hey, bro, you stabbed me. And he's like, no, I definitely stabbed somebody else. He, you can't see me. Trust <laughs> me. You stabbed me. And then just He just wanted to take it to the battle. enemy. He well, wanted to, him. you know, he's 50 years old. That's basically 120 in today's years. Like... <laughs> He was going to die anyway, and he wanted to just fuck up them, them English. Oh, man. That's, well, that's good great. for him. Yeah. Good for him to apply himself after being blind. Exactly. Yeah, he wasn't just going to sit there. Oh, man. Uh, so this next one, not nearly as epic, uh, and it doesn't deserve any praise whatsoever. Uh, Vettel had... Hosted a banquet for 2,000 people in honor of King Louis the Fourteenth, uh, at, I mean, somewhere in Chantilly. So, I guess he was so upset because the banquet was going great, but the fish that he had ordered, the seafood, wasn't on time. It hadn't uh, come in on time. How fucking yeah. dare they? Yeah, I know, right? So, uh, he, he had later... Well, not later, but he wrote a letter <laughs> to a, a friend of his. So he did a Yelp review back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But he ju it wasn't. He just sent it to his friend. Oh. Uh, but he was so upset about the late seafood that he committed suicide with his sword. <laughs> now, the real kicker is that they found his body when they when they tried to find him. To let him know that the seafood had finally gotten there. So <laughs> he throws this big tantrum, stabs himself to death. And then and then they say, Oh, uh, hey, Vettel, seafood's here. 
no need to be upset any longer. Way too late. He's already fucking dead. <laughs> oh, God. If that's not a tantrum, that's... I don't know what is. What in... What a man, baby. <laughs> oh, oh, but man. at least he had his eyesight, so yeah. there's that. He, he could see. He could see <laughs> not having any fish in front of him. <laughs> he could see that it showed up late, damn it. <laughs> All right, so my next one, it isn't a person, but a plague. It's from, uh, it's the 1518 Dancing Plague. Have you ever heard of that? Mm-mm. The Super Dancing fun. Plague. The Dancing Plague. It was uh, July 1518, somewhere in France. And overall, about 400 people took to dancing for days without rest. And over the period of about a month, a lot of those people would like collapse due to exhaustion and actually died. They would just not stop dancing. Like, they wouldn't eat, they wouldn't drink, they would just dance. Huh. So, you know, people people would, like, they'd have heart attacks, they'd have, they'd, there were a bunch of people who threw strokes. <laughs> they died of exhaustion, like, all these poor Frenchmen. First person to die died about a week after they started dancing. It was some old lady. <laughs> this thing would just coerce you into dancing. Yeah. Forever. So. So it Back started. Then yeah. you're just partying till you do, till you drop. Yeah, exactly. These people would be great at those dance till you drop competitions. Exactly. Hashtag can't stop, won't stop. <laughs> so, so the first person was a Miss, Mrs. Sorry, Trofea. That's not French, but she's French. I just don't know how to speak French. But she was the first person to start dancing. She was just like in the streets, begging cops and people, like, "Please help me! I can't stop dancing." And they're just like. What the fuck are you talking about within a week 34 people had joined her <laughs> oh my god the majority of these people were female at the peak it was rumored that 15 people a day would die imagine going up and you see your buddy you're like oh my god george the mighty's dancing till he like this guy's going ham hey guys let's go join him you hop in you're dancing all of a sudden like you're like Damn, I am exhausted. But these people are still going. You're like, all right, I see your dedication. <laughs> but then they all just start dying. You're like, yeah. dude, guys, we should stop dancing. But then you get infected and you start dancing till yeah. you die. People reported that they just could not stop. Like, <laughs> like it, it was completely insane. The nobles and the physicians of the time basically claimed it was caused by hot blood. Their blood was too hot, so they had to dance it out of them. Boiling. <laughs> yeah. So their blood is boiling, and the only way, the only cure to their fever was more cowbell <laughs> was more for them dancing. to dance to. Oh, my. They were hot-blooded. Exactly. Check it and see. <laughs> oh, my uh, God. So, so, you know, they had to get together. People were going crazy. They're like, we got we to gotta get this under control. People are dying left and right. We have to sweep the streets shit what are we gonna do so they did what any like level-headed smart physician or noble would do and they just opened a bunch of dance halls basically to get them off the streets <laughs> let's exploit this disease exactly to make a quick buck yeah and get it out of their system give them a safe space you know oh my god a safe place to die yeah and then they were also prescribing bleeding you know the cool little machines that you'd twist on your they had these cool things. It was like four or five blades. You'd set it on your wrist, spin it, and then slide it. And it would create like four fairly, not not super deep cuts. And then you'd bleed out. As soon as it stopped, that's your dose. These cool little machines. But uh, they they would go to people dancing in these now dance halls and just, ching, boom. They just start bleeding. Blood all over the ground. People started slipping. So was they this die. administering medicine or it was just no, it's, helping it's like, get rid it's of like the, leeches. the boiling blood? Exactly. Oh, okay. Exactly. It's just prescribed bleeding. It's like leeches but without the middleman. They were letting out the blood steam. Exactly. Okay. The, blood, the blood was too hot. They got to they gotta let it out. So they would – yeah, there was just blood on the floor in these dance oh halls. God. People would slip and hit their heads and – yeah. Huge fucking mess. Oh Imagine being God. the janitor after that Saturday night. <laughs> This is bullshit. And he's just mopping up like buckets and buckets of blood. (laughs) They don't fucking pay me enough for this shit. (laughs) Uh, So they were, 
yeah, it, all everything that they did, anytime they did anything to try to make it better, it just made it worse. It would either kill more people or more people would join. Because, like you were saying before, you know, maybe these people did have some kind of plague. Let's just call it they got a plague and it's making them dance for some reason. <laughs> and then their friends are like, oh shit, that looks like a party, let's go. They may not even be infected, but they're dancing. But they're dancing. And then you start getting principles and morals in and... They're not going to dance. That scumbag from down the street isn't going to dance longer than me. And then you oh both die. God. So <laughs> I will not die before that piece of shit. Exactly. And my moves will be better. So it just kept getting worse <laughs> and worse and worse. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> and nobody, nobody knew why. Like, still nobody knows still why. Still haven't figured out what the dancing disease was. There are some fantastic theories that I've got. Hit me what, with them. You start. What do you think was happening? What do I think? I I don't know, man. I, it does... The boiling blood thing sounds like it might make sense. But at the same time, I'm wondering if there was a lot of... Uh, if their adrenaline was just, like, pumping like crazy. Yeah, just something, kicking everything something was out. fucked up. And, the, yeah, the only thing to solve it was to get rid of said adrenaline and excitement. That's like, that's what I'd imagine. Like really bad restless leg syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> really coordinated restless leg syndrome. Oh, some of these dances were not coordinated. Oh, okay. All right. They weren't like uh, breaking down the robot. They were pretty much just thrashing <laughs> just standing up. Thrashing. Renaissance thrash. Exactly. They, they coined that term. <laughs> so one of them, one of my favorite theories is ergot fungus ergot poisoning which happened a lot back in the day when they didn't have good food storage it's a psychoactive and toxic fungus that would grow on like grain storage they you can make i think it's you you make acid out of this like like good acid or burning acid burning no good acid oh okay hell yeah like drugs they would make it's a forerunner to a whole bunch of psychoactive drugs so this would this would develop if you in consume their it, if no, in their grain, in their food. Oh, in their food. Okay. So then they would eat this tainted bread, and it's basically <laughs> a fucking trip. They're just tripping balls. And what are you gonna do when you're tripping in the 1500s? You're gonna dance. You're gonna dance. There's nothing oh, else to do. Interesting. So that I like that sense. one. Yeah. Ergot is super fun. There are lots of stories that I could share about them, but they're not necessarily all about dying, so I can't. But that's that's my my money's on that one. Another one is like a stress-induced psychosis. That's definitely shown to happen where you can uh, get so stressed that you have a mental break. And, you know, 1500s, poor as shit, farming all the time, don't know where your food's coming from, might just die for no reason. Suddenly there are taxes for no reason. Yeah, taxes, going crazy. (laughs) Some dude trips over his beard, yeah. So it could be that. could be like a stress-induced psychosis and the stress of all these people in the street being fucking insane. Increases huh. the stress and it builds on itself. The only way to Could cope is to is dance. More dancing. More dancing. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Another that one, one makes sense. This I hate this explanation because when people don't know what's happening, they always use this explanation, even though it sucks. Is mass hysteria? Mass hysteria is just like They're getting just... in with the trend. Yeah. Like. They weren't really infected, and they could stop at any time. Oh. But in their brains, they were like, no, I can't stop. Can't this is stop, crazy. won't stop. Exactly. I, I hate the mass hysteria thing. People use mass hysteria to try to get to try to try disprove, like, UFO sightings, huh. light sightings, um, ghost sightings, large, any kind of large event. But it's it's just as unlikely as a shared hallucination with somebody. Like... If you're both doing drugs, it can happen, but it's really unlikely that you have a shared hallucination unless there's some other maybe metaphysical thing going into it. Mass hysteria would require that all of these people have some kind of psychological connection, <laughs> which is just as fucking insane <laughs> as these actual events. I just don't like mass hysteria. Uh, that's that's like a personal that. thing. I mean, it, it sounds like a cop-out. Like, yeah, everyone, it, it's it a makes sense. But it sounds like a total cop out. Like everyone was so afraid of dancing to death that they danced to <laughs> exactly. death. Like, come on. Yeah. Another one <laughs> is uh, maybe some kind of illness caused chorea. It's called C H O R E A. It's a neurological disorder causing quick movements of the hands or feet. 
basically like stroking out. Constant jazz hands. <laughs> yeah, it's jazz hands and jazz feet. <laughs> I always knew there was something wrong with jazz hands. It's caused by a plague. It's, it's a plague. <laughs> yeah, it is a plague. It's a fucking plague. <laughs> so that one, I really like that, that uh, neuro, the neurological disorder, but it's not super common. So maybe it's some some combination of the ergot and then, or a, a bacteria growing on their food, something like that, causing this neurological disorder fucking with their nerves. Huh. Could be a combination. Yeah, that would make sense. I mean, if your nerve endings are constantly being triggered, eventually... Yeah. When jazz hands will turn into jazz dancing, which we all know was made by the devil himself. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> there better Satan. have been a Bible, a Bible between all of them while they were Renaissance thrashing. And there's always room for Jesus. <laughs> yeah, so that's the the dancing plague of uh, 1518. 1518, huh? Intriguing. Well, I, I dig it. In London, a guy named Frantisek Katswara. You uh, did a great job yeah, on that one. Yeah, Cockswallow. Cockswallow. Yeah, Frantiswack. Cockswallow. He visited a prost- a prostitute named Susanna Hill. Way easier to pronounce, <laughs> yeah, by the way. Yeah, that's great. They're, they're a perfect couple. Not really she, a prostitute name, his, but it yeah, works. Right? <laughs> Should be like Felicity. Felicity Hill. Susanna Felicity. Yeah. <laughs> Cinnamon. Um... <laughs> So Cherry visits this prostitute in Westminster. So higher Ooh, end, yeah, fancy, yep. yep. Uh, has dinner with her in her lodgings, mind you. Is that a euphemism? <laughs> it might be. I don't know where the dinner was had, but if it were in her quote unquote lodgings, I mean, he he might have paid a top dollar for that. You never yeah. know. Yeah, definitely. Um. So after they finish dinner. He slides two shillings across Ooh. the table, and he he requests, Susanna, I would like you to cut off my testicles for two whole shillings. Yes, it took a completely different Holy direction. Holy shit. Yeah. I, those Westminster two guys. Two shillings? Yeah, two whole shillings, Damn. man. Those Westminster guys have some strange <laughs> kinks. Oh, yeah. Uh, so... Of course, after a nice lodging feast, uh, she promptly declined. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, fair. For two shillings, I, I mean, I don't blame her. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the inflation rate is, but if someone, even if they were like, here's two $100 bills, cut off my testicles. Eh, to be fair, I'll probably say yes. That's an easy 200 bucks. Yeah, yeah like, yeah, but we don't have morals. Yeah, that's or true. Or principles. Yeah. Well, or... Yeah. yeah. All right. That's fair. Okay. So he's really upset about it, and he just says, "Whatever. We're gonna get on to the the lodging feasting, Ooh. the real feasting mm-hmm. of lodgings." Uh, and he ended up tying a ligature around the doorknob, and he's ready to go. He's all set. Wraps a lig- ligature around his neck, and uh, starts going ham. On her lodgings. While being choked out by the doorknob? Yeah, yeah. So, okay. I mean, okay. autoerotic asphyxi- yeah, yeah. asphyxiation. Props yeah, to him. Yeah. Different he was... strokes for different folks. Yeah, you know? yeah. Was he coming or going? Yeah. We don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Actually, we do know. <laughs> okay. Because after it finished, she turns around. He's dead. Oh, God. Dead as a doorknob. Uh, <laughs> literally. <laughs> but testicles still intact. So, props to him. I don't know at what point he died or if, I mean, if he died and maintained erection, this guy, he'd been taking something. But yeah, I mean, it was after they finished, so. Well, he, you know, he had a maybe the rigamortis set in. Posthumous <laughs> gasm. It's okay to say ejaculate on this ejaculate. show. <laughs> yeah, I intriguing nonetheless. So, what the fuck? <laughs> Maybe he was dying and twitching because the body continues to move sometimes after death. She's and he was just, just like, still thrusting. He's like, ooh, right there. Ooh, right that's there. the spot. Keep going. And then. <laughs> oh, he lost it. Oh, it's uh, back. Wait, oh. I don't know what he's doing, but this is new. All right. He's he paid. I don't give yeah. a shit. <laughs> he paid. Turns around. It's just purple. Should have gotten that extra two shillings, though. Oh, yeah. well, I mean, who's to say? She was <laughs> like, he's got two shillings on him. His wallet was empty. His wallet was empty. Sorry, coin purse. So surprisingly enough, a story 
not about a dead prostitute. So that was something very wholesome. Breath of fresh air. Yeah, you're welcome. (laughs) Oh, thank you. (laughs) My next dude, Tycho Brah. 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 He died in uh, 1601. He was an astronomer, an astrologer, and an alchemist. Is there a difference between an astronomer and an astrologer? Yeah, one's real and one's fake. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, spoiler alert, it's not the astrology. (laughs) Spoiler alert. Okay, I dig it. So, you know, back in the day, those things pretty much went hand in hand. They were just, now we just call him a scientist. Huh. So he was a really smart dude. His observations were five times more accurate than the other, like, um, than the other observations pretty much in the day. It was because he was an astronomer, probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because he was so in tune with his Libra sign. Did, did you mean astrologer? Uh, on, the one's real, one's not, honestly. That, <laughs> that's all I know from the information I've very recently acquired. Yeah, oh, yeah. So we, we you know, strive to teach you guys things on this show. <laughs> so... Super smart dude. He was one of the last uh, for naked eye uh, observers. Observers. He didn't really <laughs> use telescopes. Kotswara. 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 Observers. So smart dude. One night he got really, really drunk with another of his mathematician friends, and he dueled him over who was better a mathematician. <laughs> he was like, "No, I'm better at math than you." Like, no, bro, I'm better than you. <laughs> no, bruh. No, bruh. No, bruh. <laughs> no, bruh. <laughs> I'm better math than you. So they, also, it was like fucking 2 a.m., so it's pitch black, and they duel with swords. This doesn't kill him, but he loses like a chunk of his nose, Ooh. and he has this huge scar on his face for the rest of his life, which he, after that, he was like, well, fuck, I was dumb. So he wore a prosthetic nose for the rest of his life. He would glue it on. Oh. And just... It was made of brass, and it was uh, a brass nose. A brass yeah. nose, and it was polished to be almost like silvery. <laughs> so you're wandering down the street, some genius mathematician dude, astrologer. My my bad. Alchemist. Uh, alchemist. He turns the corner, and your little kid next to you goes, "Mom, that guy has a brass nose." <laughs> you could see which yourself in seems it. way more. What's the Distracting? word? Distracting? Like, yeah. It, like it, obvious? Yeah, it's way more obvious than just having like a slight missing tip of your nose. I I, a, I haven't missed the tip of my nose, so yeah. I don't really know. Apparently it was pretty decent. It was a decent chunk. So Jeez. Kind of looked like a skelly boy. Huh. So, you know, made it from that. Eventually he got exiled from Denmark into the Holy Roman Empire where he became the official imperial astronomer. So he's, he's always up, up and up. He's always high up in the courts. Super smart dude. Uh, he eventually got an assistant named Johannes Kepler. Johannes. Who, if you know anything about, these, about like astronomy, Kepler is a pretty important dude to the history of this, huh. or of, of astronomy. He died after he attended a feast in Prague, specifically 11 days after that feast. According to Kepler... Brah refused to leave the banquet <laughs> to take a piss because, to him, it was a breach of etiquette. <laughs> so after, after, the, uh, after the banquet, he went home, could not piss. Huh. Like, at all. He <laughs> needed to pee so bad, but he could not. And then over the next couple of days, he could pee a little bit, but it was oh super God. painful. Just a little bit, and it was somewhat <laughs> I think I bloody. Have, I think I might have known. I think I know what happened. Continue, though. So he slowly slipped into a delirium, started getting just crazy. And in this delirium, before he lost it completely, he urged Kepler to use his notes and all of his studies. He's like, please do this. Keep my work going because I might die. Was he peeing blood at this point? A little bit. A little bit of blood. Just a little bit. Not very much of anything was coming out. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Okay. So Kepler actually used these notes to go on and create a shitload of astronomical advances. Huh. Sorry, astrological Astrological advances. advances. So he eventually passed away after 11 days, and uh, the doctor who found him, the physician of the day, said, ah, it was probably a kidney stone. And what? then they no. didn't autopsy him, tossed him in, the, in a grave, and said, 
See ya. What? They, so just, <laughs> ah, maybe this. Later, Peace. bud. Yeah. Yeah. Peas. Peas. <laughs> so out. in 1901, so a couple hundred years later, they were, so a bunch of scientists were like, this is weird that they didn't do anything. And they were also, I wonder what the fuck his nose was made out of. <laughs> That was a serious question in his 1901. Nose is in his urethra. Yeah, that's oh, what God. they found out. Yeah, he's into sounding. <laughs> no, so they so they dug him up and they autopsied him. They found no evidence of kidney stone, and they found out his nose was made of brass. Okay. Cool, boom, reburied him. They didn't really find anything. Uh huh. They were just like, yeah, we don't know. So in well, the how 1990s, long, how long had he been dead for? Uh, 300 years. Well, that's, I'd imagine there was probably quite a solid amount of decay. So the only thing that probably made it through those 300 years, brass nose. And if there were kidney stones, maybe. <laughs> there were kidney stones. <laughs> but there What's were. all this gravel in this, <laughs> in this coffin? God, we thought that was uh, gallstones, but that was his bladder. <laughs> there was a brass, kid, a brass kidney stone in here. <laughs> the size of a nose. Oh, God. That's wonderful. <laughs> okay, so. So. Another, almost 100 years later, so in the 1990s, a couple other scientists <laughs> theorized, hmm, maybe it was lead poisoning. Maybe Kepler killed him for his notes. Ooh. Like, hmm, let's see. So they actually exhumed him, and they took samples of his beard that for some reason he had donated to a museum in the 1600s, and they kept it. Still have it. Apparently it was a thing that big scientists would grow out their beards and then donate it. Or, and it's like, oh, come see the this scientist beard. That was the selling point to fucking museums. God, I'm glad we have the internet. Well, maybe the uh, Burgomaster should have oh. been a, a scientist. That way he could have donated his beard. Saved a life. Yeah, Burger his Boy may have lived if he was a scientist. So, huh. so you know, they, they were like, ah, let's do it. They checked his beard for mercury. It was pretty standard for alchemists of the day to work with a lot of mercury. So it was a little bit elevated, the mercury levels in his beard, but nothing that would kill him. So they exhumed him, and they found the culprit on accident. They They actually ended up finding it. So what do you think it was? So I, my assumption is that his bladder literally exploded inside him. Because nothing, he's not, he wouldn't be able to push out urine if his bladder essential like muscle isn't pushing anything they found a burst bladder oh hell yeah hell yeah one yep. for one baby i'm Boom. on a winning streak yeah so he he died from a burst bladder he just couldn't piss all that piss built up in his abdomen and killed him oh my what would that cause sepsis I, maybe probably not because there's not usually bacteria in oh. the in the urine because it's sterile but in the the taste oh delicious you can put it in your eyes it helps you see better oh god (laughs) put it in put it in your eyes before you go into battle exactly and then then you'll be like john of bohemia yeah so they he just like filled up and died oh my god didn't so there was no information about him he like started swelling with you know his non-excretion no, they didn't say anything. There were no huh. no notes. That, well, obviously, the first physician to see him was an idiot. Yeah. And yeah, that... probably did, just didn't care and was like, get this guy out. I don't just care. Just push harder when you think it's a kidney stone. Yeah. <laughs> God. Yeah, so that was a, that was a great huh. one. Interesting. You never... I wouldn't have thought with the whole nose story. I thought he was going to get iron poisoning or some weird yeah. shit. When I was... Poisoning uh... from the sword. <laughs> yeah. When I was uh, researching this, I was sure it was Kepler. Yeah. Who, like, poisoned him with something. Yeah, no. Not not at all. It turns out he's just, like, a cool bro. Yeah. Kepler's just like, thanks thanks for the uh, the credit. I appreciate <laughs> it. Huh. All right. Well, uh, so, as we know, smoking, obviously, not so good for you. Uh, but for the Archduke, Archducus, Archduchess, Ooh. Matilda of Austria, uh, it was bad for her, but not in the way that you would think. Um so she was wearing this really, really nice dress. And I mean she's an archduchess. Uh she deserves the best. Deserves the, the best dress. Now when I read uh, a gauze dress, I was thinking she was wrapped in like medical gauze. <laughs> My mistake, it turns it's out like that a it's like a linen, it's isn't just, it? Yeah, it's kinda like a linen, it's a cotton blend, so it's really like 
It's a really fancy, really floaty, yeah, and really fruity. light material. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so <laughs> she wrapped up. She had. She was wearing this dress. Uh, I guess her father. Uh, she was wearing this dress to the the theater. Um, and before leaving for the theater, she wanted to smoke a cigarette. Of course. But her father, uh, the Archduke um, of Teschen, so he was. Or sorry, his name was Archduke Albrecht. He was the Duke of Teschen. Oh. Uh, he had forbidden smoking. <sighs> Didn't want her to smoke at all uh, because it was going to give her lung cancer. It's a disgusting habit. Yeah, terrible. So she's outside waiting for her friends, having a, having a drag, <laughs> getting some lung cancer for the theater. And she sees her dad start to come out. So she hides a cigarette behind her. And, uh, oh, no. The wick, or not the wick, but the lit end of the cigarette lights a fire on her gauze dress. And she gets second and third degree burns. Holy shit. Dies of it. <laughs> uh, and not of lung cancer. So, I mean, I mean yeah. th- good for her. Not so much, though. Fuck uh, you, Surgeon General. Still disappointed her father. But yeah, set herself on fire trying to hide a cigarette. Good good for you, yeah. Matilda. Matilda. <laughs> so my next dude, James Betts. Super, super simple one, which are my favorite. He was uh, gallivandering with a young woman, Elizabeth Spencer. Did, hold on. Was she, would you say she'd be willing to cut off testicles for two shillings? Probably three Maybe three. Maybe three. But she was an educated woman in this college that they were gallivandering around. I think that's the right word. But then all of a sudden, (laughs) her father just so happened to hear coming from her room. Ah, 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 Ah. ah. (laughs) So he stormed up there to see. Oh, (laughs) James. Oh, James Betts, (laughs) who lives down the street. So, so her father stormed into the room, and she was like, shit, threw this dude into a cupboard, closed the uh, a, the cabinet. Yeah, a, cupboard. A cupboard? A cupboard. Like, like a, a cupboard. Okay. So pretty small. Elizabeth Spencer, quite the Quick. muscles on you. Yeah, she's yeah. she's strong and nimble. Ooh. I'm impressed, yeah. Got that grip. And James, was he a contortionist at all? Or? Oh, I don't think so. Okay. There's almost no information on who James actually was. <laughs> okay, he's just a body. Yeah. He's just a story. Okay. He's just a body in this story. All right. So, yeah, he just stashed her in the cub or stashed him in the cupboard. Her father came and searched the place, didn't find anything and was like, <laughs> "Hey, we got to go. Come down here. We're talking about this. I don't know how you did this, but yeah, so she returned to the room later to let him out and he had died. <laughs> what? Asphyxiated. Oh the cupboard sealed. God. So he slowly suffocated in a cupboard. What the hell, like, murder cupboard did she put him into? <laughs> it was specifically it just, for murder. It seals no oxygen in or out. Yep, just dead. This feels premeditated. It it does, little... but it was like a dorm room. Like, Oh, okay. The, it, it was pretty cookie cutter. It was at the university. Huh. It was weird that her father was there, but things have changed. You know? Huh. So, yeah. All right. A good one. Interesting. Uh, so, Isadora Duncan, who was a dancer. Now, she did not have the dancing disease. But this was would her she profession. have taken two shillings to cut off some testicles? I don't know. Is that kind of dancing? I don't think it was. Oh. Also, I don't have any additional information on her. Oh, that's fair. Other than while she was riding in a car with her friend, she was in the passenger seat. Uh... The long scarf that she was wearing got caught on the wheel of a car and broke her neck. Oh, shit. Like a passing car? I, I'm i not sure. I think it might have been. I'm going to imagine. I'm assuming it was, her scarf was hanging out, got caught on an, uh, another car, and it just twisted her head. I mean. That would make sense. She must have been wearing that thing crazy tight. Yeah. But yeah, broke her neck from a passing car. Suicide. <laughs> Fatality. Well, the the CIA would definitely rule that as a suicide. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, it's happened. <laughs> Shouldn't Shit. have worn the long scarf. Yeah, that's a nice looking scarf. How dare she? She deserved it for wearing that long scarf. <laughs> God, right. She was asking yeah, for it. Yeah, she was, she was asking for it oh, with yeah. that long scarf. God. <laughs> so this, this next dude, 
Stanislaw Lechinsky. I don't know how to say his name. There Lechinsky. are a lot of Zs and Leschizensky. Cs. Leschizensky. Stanislaw. Stanislaw. Yeah, his we'll, first name we'll stick Stanislaw. To Stanislaw. I'm going to stay with Stanislaw. So, he was the he was former King Stanislaw I of Poland. So, a king. Oh. High up, dude. He was guy. the father-in-law of Louis XV of France. He died in 1766 at the rare age of 88. So, he lived a long time. Like, he lived a full life compared to most of these people. He died of some burns. What had happened is he fell asleep in a chair in his palace next to the fireplace. Oh, no. And some sparks landed on it. It was probably a gauze dress that he was wearing. Yeah, he's probably wearing... I bet he was smoking. <laughs> oh, yeah, he was probably smoking. Uh, yeah, and they... Uh, he just slept through it until it was too late. His servants came in and, like, beat the fire out. <laughs> and they like, dragged this is our out. only chance yeah. to get some, some hits in on this king. So he actually lived for, like, five or six days yeah. afterwards. He couldn't talk. He was so burned that he was just like a shell. Jeez. And then he died slowly. Huh. Yeah. So, you know, Ouch. super fun. Probably. That's probably karma of some sort. Jeez. So if you fall asleep next to a, a fire, just make sure you've got something that, like you have. Don't an wear clothing. astronaut blanket on oh, you. Yeah. Astronaut blanket <laughs> or just don't wear clothing. <laughs> Oof. Uh, so, in 1974, Pete Maravich, incredible basketball player, uh, Pistol Pete, uh, incredible point guard. I mean, he's he's in the Hall of Fame, like, literally one of the better, one of the better players in the NBA. All right. Uh, so, in 1974, during an interview, he said, I don't want to play 10 years in the NBA and die of a heart attack at the age of 40. He just, that's not what he wanted his yeah. demise. So he he played from 1970 to 1980, and then in 1988, without fail, died of a heart attack <laughs> at 40 years old. Now, the thing that makes this really interesting is he actually had uh, – I believe that they've named it the Maravich Anomaly. Uh, he was born – Without one of two artery systems that supply the heart with blood. Now, and he made it to forty. Exactly, that's impressive. He made it to forty as an active, like professional oh, yeah. basketball player. Jeez. Yeah, I mean, this guy. So, they were saying that based on his activity level, he should have died early twenties. So he shouldn't have even been in the NBA, uh, but should have died in his early twenties because he wasn't getting enough blood to his heart. He lasted another 20 years, 10 of which in the NBA, and then 14 years before his death, predicted his (laughs) own death. But yeah. So, pro tip, (laughs) I don't want to die at 120 years old covered in women and money. Yeah. Cross my fingers. I don't want to drown on billions of dollars that i've i've made (laughs) (laughs) at the at the ripe old age of 180 years old exactly and i would not like to die after aj i would not like to die after tying a rope to my neck and then a doorknob (laughs) balls deep in some prostitute who won't cut off my balls (laughs) okay cotswada cock swallow cock swallow now is that Damn, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty great. <laughs> Don't predict your own death. That's the moral yeah. of the story yeah. there. Definitely, you'll, you'll jinx yourself. Just knock on wood after and you're fine. <laughs> so I've got, this one's super quick. His name was Sir William Payne Galway, Galway. second baronet. Ooh. Ooh. So he was a former British MP. He sustained several internal <laughs> injuries when he fell over and landed on a turnip. Wait. He died a few days later. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> what? So was it a poison turnip? <laughs> so he, the way the research made it sound is like he fell backwards and like fucked up his internal organs on this huge turnip. <laughs> but to me, what this sounds like is all those stories, if you've ever been in an ER or know somebody who's worked in an ER, it sounds like all the stories of people who slipped and fell on the ketchup bottle and it got lodged up in their asshole. It sounds a lot like he was shoving a turnip up his ass and it got stuck and it tore him up. 
Oh my god. But there's no evidence of that. That's yeah. just what it sounded like. Our, lo- our lawyers wanted to point out there was no evidence of said turnip being lodged in his asshole by his own choice. He was also out hunting while this happened. So, of course, there were no witnesses. Oh, my God, <laughs> dude. It, that's totally what happened. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So, uh, another one. That was pretty quick. This this person's name was uh, Clement Valandigham. Valandigham. He, he was a lawyer in an Ohio petition. He was defending a man who was accused of murder, where he accidentally shot himself and died in the court while demonstrating how the victim might have accidentally shot himself. His client was cleared of all charges. <laughs> Money. <laughs> he proved it. I'm so impressed. The best lawyer of all time. Yeah. It's good for him. 100% success rate. He cleared his, his client from a life in prison, and he cleared himself from a life on in the Ohio. <laughs> in, in Ohio. <laughs> uh, another one, 1926, Bobby Leach was an American stunt performer who died after slipping on an orange peel. He didn't hit his head. And he didn't lodge it in his ass? He didn't lodge it in his asshole. He slipped on an orange peel, and it broke his leg, which then got infected. He then went to some dumbass doctor who... <laughs> who amputated it. No. And it got infected. No. <laughs> the amputation got infected, and he died from the infection. Let's chop this off to get rid of the infection. And then it just and got an infected. Cut and it off again. Died. Just he's gonna keep going further and further up until they have to just cut him in half. Exactly. Yeah, just keep cutting. Until they have to cut off his testicles. Yeah, and they'll probably pay at least two shillings yeah, at that point. Two whole shillings. So this one, 1926 again. Not a good year. <laughs> Philip McLean. He was he was 16. He and his brother were clubbing a cassowary on the family farm in Queensland. Clubbing a cassowary. Yeah, just being assholes, basically. (laughs) Like, killing a a cassowary, just beating the shit out of it. So, nature immediately got good karma back because the bird knocked him down and kicked him in the neck. Which, because the cassowary had claws, I don't talons? I don't know what they're considered. We'll say talons. Talons. Sounds more epic. Cut open his artery in his neck, and he bled out on the spot. Oh, man. I dig it. Immediate karma. Good for yep. good for the cassowary. Yeah, in, yeah, exactly. Good for the cassowary. And thank God for Mother wa- Mother Nature watching out. Yeah, exactly. Fuck those Australians. <laughs> I probably probably <laughs> just alienated a, a large portion of people, but you know, huh? Know. Yeah, interesting. So I got two really recent ones. Do you have any more? Uh, I've got one that's really recent, uh, and I feel like a lot of people might know this, but I was surprised when I stumbled upon it. So um, I'm sure you know what a segue is. Yes, uh, yes. So It's something you use between ad reads that we don't have because this is not sponsored. <laughs> so, uh, different type of segue. Oh. It's, it's what asshole tourists use uh, <laughs> when trying to navigate airports or large areas. Like, okay. Like outdoor malls. Oh, okay. Um, so, the kind of person who is a tourist who goes to an outdoor mall. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's basically like you're on one of those hoverboards. Ugh. But instead of it just being a hoverboard, it has a steering unit that comes up in front Ooh, of you. Yeah. That's the vehicle of the future. Yeah. <laughs> Not the hoverboards you were thinking of. <laughs> um, so, Jimmy Heseldin, the founder and owner of Segway... Died. Current owner? Oh, not current owner. No, okay. certainly not the current owner. We're talking about deaths here, AJ. Oh, okay. Uh, he died after riding a Segway personal transport system. <laughs> Is that the full His name? own product off a cliff. Oh. <laughs> His own invention came back to get him. Oh, I love the stories of inventors <laughs> killed by their inventions. He, he, just, he, he just he created drove it off the yeah, cliff. Yep, he created a robot that <laughs> wanted sentience and it drove him off a cliff. So this if you ever AI see if you ever see any segways, avoid those things because they're self-aware and they <laughs> will come after their owners. Jeez. Watch out for those things. They're they're wild. But yeah, his own invention was his demise. That's that's wonderful. He probably died a billionaire. Yeah. Nah, at least a millionaire. <laughs> I haven't <laughs> seen a Segway in real life ever. Well, but... they probably all went into recall after 2013 <laughs> yeah. when this guy died. Jeez. 
That's that's just wonderful. So this one, fucking dark. I found this one. I stumbled across Ooh. it. Her name was Elisa Lamb. You may know her. She is really big on, well, she's dead, but her story is really big on like Reddit and YouTube and things like that because the circumstances of her death are still unknown Okay. for the most part. Basically, there's a video of her. She, she was uh, getting into a hotel. She was in Los Angeles. It was the Cecil Hotel. So if you live in Los Angeles, go there and spend time there for me because one day I will. Cecil Hotel. And yeah, so they were, she was staying in the hotel there, traveling for something. I don't really know why, but there's a video of her getting into a, an elevator with a stranger. Nobody knows if they were talking. Nobody knows if they were even together or if they were just on the elevator together. Next time they review the footage, that person, that other person is getting off like an hour later or probably not an hour later, probably 30 to 45 minutes after. Huh. And they don't know. There were only like a couple cameras. They didn't watch every elevator entrance. So this person left. Nobody saw her for weeks, weeks and weeks and weeks. She was missing and they were investigating her. And then all of a sudden, a bunch of guests from this hotel started to complain that the water tasted funny. No. So it got to such a degree that they went to the water tank on the roof and opened it up and she had been floating in there. Oh my god. So for weeks, people were drinking parts of this lady. They were drinking human broth. Decomposing human broth. Oh my god. The forbidden broth. The forbidden broth. Oh god. Even today, we don't know who this person was. Like, we don't know any of the circumstances surrounding her death. But people were drinking her. Where did this happen? Los Angeles. Los Angeles. 2013. Huh. Interesting. Is that would would you consider that cannibalism? I would consider that a delicacy. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. Oh, I yeah, would like so. a nice a nice American broth. <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah, so that you know, wonderful. I'm glad I was not in Los Angeles in 2013. Yeah, geez. Like, at, at least not at the Cecil Hotel. Yeah, not at the Cecil Hotel. Huh. Probably in the parking lot behind it. Well, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> or at least on the roof, yeah. Yeah. Huh. So this next one, I love it when really old people die in really strange ways. That sounds horrible, but it's so... It's like they've lived this long avoiding being a dumbass, avoiding so many them. you know, ways that they could die. Robert Dreyer, this is 2017... He was 90, no, he was 89 years old. If his last name has anything to do with how he died. Nope. If he fell into a dryer and asphyxiated because it sealed the oxygen off. (laughs) I was thinking he died from uh, too much ice cream. He drowned in (laughs) ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) So, So it's his birthday. He's out about on the town, living life. He's 89 years old. Probably has retirement still. Probably owns his $50,000 home. Okay. Which is now $350,000. Yeah. So, you know, has a lot of things to be happy about. Well, I don't know many 89-year-olds who can still drive well. Oh, no. So he crashed into a fire hydrant. Oh. Survived. No injuries. Oh. He, he got out of the wreck. Everything was good. He this was like, was his shit. Unlucky, his one unlucky thing is he ran into a fire yeah. hydrant. He ran into a fire hydrant. Good for him. And like, well, shit, I got to call 911. The water's flowing. All this stuff. Boom. Fell into a sinkhole. No. Caused by the water. And drowned <laughs> in the street. Oh my god! Imagine watching that. You're like, oh my like, god, that poor old man. And you just, oh, I'm so like, glad he's okay. Oh, I'm so glad that this 89 year old man survived a horrific car accident with a a really rude and I I bet that fire hydrant was jaywalking. Probably. Oh, it was definitely. And then just falls into a sinkhole, and you yell down there, "Hey, are you okay?" He probably answered yes. He's like, yes, my I sprained my knee because I have really good luck. You're like, this yeah. guy's fine. I've staved off the rheumatoid arthritis for this long. <laughs> I'll, call, I'll, I'll call 911 and get somebody here. When they get there, he's, he's floating. He's just floating face down. <laughs> oh, he's probably just taking a nap. Old people do that. Yeah, they do that all the time. Dead. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so he didn't even get his, so pr- his uh, birthday ice cream. It was probably Dryer's brand. (laughs) 
He almost got to his 90th. Oh, oh poor almost guy. Got One year short of the 90th, yeah. Oh, good stuff. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah, I. that's all that I've got. Yeah, that's that's. So yeah, most uh, of mine. <laughs> a lot of really good ghost murders and uh, Bigfoot stranglings. This is definitely a true crime podcast. <laughs> a true crime podcast. Fuck the fire hydrants. <laughs> Fuck those fire hydrants. Oh, and man. those orange peels. <laughs> and turnips. Those yeah. things will get you. Watch out for every time. literally any type of food. Orange. Don't put it up your ass. Be, yeah, be careful around vegetables, but specifically fruits. Those pears and those orange peels will get you. Oh, every yeah. single time. Careful there, out there. There were. That's so strange that there were so many fruit-related deaths. I think you have a fruit fetish. I might have a fruit fetish. <laughs> a fruit murder fetish. Oh, God. That, uh uh, there's a lot to unpack there. I need Simply to see a the therapist. Best. <laughs> right. All, All right, right, guys. Well, uh, yeah, catch us next time. Uh, stay safe out there. We have set up a Twitter. I don't know if you've found it because it's hard to find. You probably uh, haven't found it. Points of pressure. Yeah. Uh, points oppression is what we should have Oh, it. shit. Uh, points, Ran out of characters. Points, capital O, pressure on Twitter. Follow us on there. Uh, yeah. And then just yeah. keep an eye out for any upcoming episodes. We'll do some shit posting. <laughs> we'll uh, probably bully some people on this Twitter and updates about the show. Yeah. We'll shame yeah. shame some people oh, as well. So definitely going to shame some fruit. Always keep an eye out for that. Yeah. <laughs> shame some, some you dirty little fruit slut. <laughs> Fucking orange peel piece of shit. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll, uh, we'll catch you next time.